Hi, everyone. If you've been enjoying our episodes, please consider supporting us. For as little as 99 cents a month, you will be helping us create more of the content you love to listen to. And I know y'all love to listen to it because we can see it. Uh Uh-huh. Click the link in every episode description to send your contribution. We are truly grateful. Thank you. You're listening to Slay Your Weekend with Akila. Conversations that stay with you and nothing is off the table. And we mean nothing. My name is Akila, and I'm the best. No, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Cause that's not what you're here for. You guys do not want to hear my rapping skills. I'm lit though. I, I think you may not know that, but I'm lit. I'm lit. I'm lit. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Slay Your Weekend with Akila. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'm pulling you in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your second, third, fourth, fifth, maybe hundredth time, I don't even have hundred episodes yet, but still. If this is you tuning in again, welcome back. Okay, before we get started, let's get some house cleaning things out the way. As you know, I am on the How You Feeling platform with Fran and Coco. So please be sure to tune into their episodes every Monday and whatever episodes they they also have out there because, you know, they're lit, they're dope, they're all of that as well. Also, if you have not shared um, our episodes or shared our I think you could just go into like the actual page for the podcast and just lift it and share it. Please get it out um, to as much people as you can. Like right now, pick up your phone, wherever you are listening or your iPad, wherever you are listening to this podcast, just share it. We want to get this podcast out as far and wide as we possibly can. Um, We got goals here. Okay. We got goals here. So anyway, how you doing? In my Wendy Williams voice, how are you? I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you know that you are beautiful. You are amazing. You are awesome. And even if you're not feeling your best, um, in this instance, I would encourage and fake it to make it outwardly. Also, find someone to talk to if these feelings, if, the, if these low feelings have been around a lot longer than you need them to be. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. So if you've been feeling a lot lower, then you've been feeling, you know, even killed i'm suggesting right now how about you just stop listening to this episode Uh uh-huh and go reach out to somebody and talk to them you can reach out to me as you guys know i am a certified coach okay so if you want to get although i am not a therapist i do work under a licensed therapist um she is wonderful so if you guys do want to talk i'm here you can feel free to reach out to me you can send an email to fran and coco you can send an email to akila Painado at gmail.com. You can DM me. You can send a smoke signal with my name. Um, I'm in New Jersey. So I'll just let me know. You know what I'm saying? I'll be there for you because you matter. And that goes for men and women. As a human race, we all matter. So now that I've gotten that out of the way, this is what I want to talk about <clears throat> in this particular episode. I've been talking about the idea of joy. And you know what that means and how I've been playing around with, you know, the idea of experiencing joy in my everyday life. Am I experiencing joy 
in my everyday life. I'm going to see if there's a way I can embed, I can embed um, that, I, as you, oh, sorry, as you know, on my Instagram, just about every day, talking my talk, doing my thing, and, you know, just engaging with you guys, and, and that video that I'm talking about is on Instagram, but it was in the stories. Also, I want to be able um it was i was talking about join i gave the definition there but i need to find out if um i can get that video embedded into this episode as a question where i was talking about i'm curious if i'm experiencing joy in my everyday life i don't know if that's if that's something that people think about you know am i experiencing joy i know people think about if they're happy um they liken their happiness to their career oh my god you know am i happy doing this or they may liken their happiness towards um a relationship right um their looks am i happy looking like this their money am i happy making this amount of money but you really don't hear too much about joy as an everyday question as a reflective question am i joyous so me being the ever um, consummate ready person where Google is concerned, of course, I went on Google and due to the fact that I am a Afro-Caribbean woman, for those who may not understand that I'm black, okay, if you, if you didn't catch it, I'm a black woman. <laughs> and I went to Google to find out what does black joy mean? Hashtag black joy. If you go on Instagram, let's just go on Instagram right now. Right now, there are 394,000 posts about Black joy. I don't know if this is something that you've ever heard of before, if it's something that you've, you know, heard about in passing, what that means. I'm going to read what it says on Google. What does Black joy mean? The term Black joy in, in italics is used by Black people to highlight acts, experiences, and expressions of joy in their lives and the lives of other Black people. It is perhaps the most commonly seen as the hashtag Black joy, which is used by Black people when sharing positive, joyful moments and aspects of life. The term is also often used to refer to such things collectively and is sometimes used as the name of a movement that encourages black joy. Use of the term black joy is often intended as a way of making space for joy and positive experiences apart from and in opposition to the trauma tragedy and struggles perpetuated by the anti black racism and oppression of white supremacy and the persuade and the persuasive depictions of black trauma and tragedy in media and discourse expressions and acts of black joy are often encouraged as a way for black people to fully be themselves and a form of sense of community as a response to systems that devalue them and stifle their self-expression in this way, engaging in and sharing experiences and expressions of Black joy are seen not as ways of ignoring oppression, but as acts of resistance against it. In this context, 
any act of expression of black joy is seen as being a form of rebellion that combats stereotypes and negative portrayals of black life and contradicts the notion that black that the black experience is primarily correct characterized by oppression and pain still the term black joy is not always used with the intent of expressing or engaging in a form of protest for many it is simply a label for positive self-expression or a celebration of happiness. In conclusion, black joy is often used in the same context and similar ways as other positivity focused terms like black excellence and black girl magic. And so I hope that gave you a good overview. It gave me a good overview of what um, it means and how I think I am doing that in my life. <clears throat> I don't know if I specifically, you know, characterize it under black joy, but I guess me being a black woman, I could do that from time to time. Um, in that part where they were talking about in this context, uh, being a form of rebellion that combats stereotypes and negative portrayals of black life and contradicts the notion and the experience is primarily characterized by the by oppression and pain. I felt that. <clears throat> I'm here to admit, <clears throat> I'm here to confess, and I hope I don't lose you as a listener, that there are just certain things I'm not going to watch. There are just certain things I'm not going to um, engage in because of the way it makes or it makes me feel. Now, I am not someone who shies away from pain. Um, if you were to ask my husband, it drives him crazy why I'm so enthralled, excuse me, why I'm so enthralled by crime shows and <clears throat> true crime. And I I mean, I read all of, and I want to say out of all of Anne Rule's book, and if you don't know who Anne Rule is, get your life and go look into that. Book alert, like go check out Anne Rule, like dope woman, may she rest in peace. I read a lot of her books and a lot of that stuff was horrifying. Okay. Terrifying. I do not shy away from pain, I do not shy away from traumatic experiences at all. I don't, but there is just something about constantly watching my people be depicted as slaves in a movie that drives me crazy. Like there is just something about like, I'm here to admit, I've never seen Harriet. <clears throat> you heard me, I said it, I said it, I said it. I was not gonna spend my money to go watch that. I read about her, I reverence her, as a pioneer in the abolition of slavery but for me to go see the movie never um you know how there's like slave plantation tours where you can see where they was chained up and all that other stuff never not me not her not Akila. i will never do that it pains me like i want to go to ghana and you know ghana was a major major portal for the slave trade and you know there's of course there's a whole bunch of um tours that one's gonna have to miss me praise god there's no way i'm gonna go through that um as as liberated and i have up my two fingers uh, my air quotes as liberated as we are as a people being a black person oh, even more a black woman in this country is enough for me to remember and realize who i am and where i stand in this society I, and, it, and as much as I'm blessed more than those who came before me, I'm relying on the strength of them now. And that's how I honor them. I honor them by, you know, taking my, taking the liberties like voting and 
other, you know, rest, stuff of that nature, you know, being able to enjoy a day off or, you know, just I, I could go down the list of ways that I'm honoring those that came before me, honoring my ancestors. But I'm sorry, just to constantly watch movies of my people being chased like dogs for no reason, you know, being beat to death, literally because they were just black and not, you know, not being treated as humane, it sicks me. I mean, hell, we still have it going on a lot with, especially with, I mean, you you hear about it in the news all the time. There are still cases of, of foul play where the police and black people, male and female, are concerned. Like, I, I'm not watching those movies. And if I was around in the 1920s when, you know, picture, you know, the um, motion picture movies came out with sound and everything, and, you know, you had like the the Mamie idea of what black people were or like the blackface error where they had us dressing and acting like character characters of ourselves. Mm-mm. I this this would probably still be my same stance too. No, thank you. Don't want to watch it. Don't want to see it. Another thing too, I am in, uh, as you guys know, I read a lot. So I've read up on the horrors because I have to still educate myself. I still need to know what happened, why it happened again the two the two fingers of why it happened because really the chattel slavery system of this country i don't even have any words for it when you think about how mothers were separated from their newborn children never to see them again how husbands and wives again i have up the two fingers because of course because they were someone else's property, they were never able to truly get married and they had their symbolic um, ideas of marriage and things of that nature and how, you know, they were separated or how breeding happened um, based on how one individual looked versus another individual. I got another illustration of that in a Beverly Jenkins book. Um, one of her characters were was bred with another slave because he was strong and she looked like, a, and I mean strong physically, and she was intelligent. So they wanted to make slaves. Oh, it, it sicks me. It sicks me to even think about that. But okay, with my Beverly Jenkins books, of course, those books are, you know, historical romance. But of course, she gives you the raw, she gives you background of where these characters come from and what it was like for them. Um, but yeah, I can only tolerate it but so much. I watched Roots in high school because I had to. Um, I watched Glory. That was tough for me. Glory was tough. Uh, what else? Toni Morrison is another one of my favorites. Oh, my God. Toni Morrison wrote Beloved, Sula, um, Song of Solomon, The Bluest Eye. Um, there's so many books that she's written phenomenal if there was somebody I could aspire to and I'm sure even prolific writers of today may even want to aspire to her. Um, there were certain books of Toni Morrison that I could not read. And I love her absolutely love her. Um, but there were certain books of hers and her books were written outside of the time of slavery but <laughs> have you ever heard of something called Jim Crow. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that? Okay. A lot of her books take place during that time or after that time, or even a little bit before. And it's difficult for me. It is. It's a very difficult thing for me to sit down and say, I'm going to enjoy and read because 
the stories are written from the aspect of a black person's pain. And that's tough. I need to find out what the last one was I read from her. But I mean, the concepts through, throughout the book were really real, you know, incest, molestation, rape, oh gosh, poverty, you know, all, doing all types of depravity to survive. I mean, I know my people went through that and I've reverenced it. It makes me sick to my stomach but I reverence it. I reverence the fact that they had to do that. And you know, this concept of black joy, it makes you wonder if they ever had that. So I follow this page on Instagram named Know Your Caribbean. Let me pull them up. Not let me pull them up. Hold on one second. Know Your Caribbean. A lot of people, I'm giving a lot of people like, I, I give a lot of shout outs to people on this podcast. Like when I become famous, people gonna love me for that. All right. It talks about the dance and you know, like how we danced. And I wanna read the actual one where they talked about how we were nasty for the way we, you know, would wind our bodies. The dance that survived. There's some stuff in here that talks about the dances that survived the slave trade. Cause you know, when we got here, they really tried to strip us of everything of who we were before then. But I wanna talk about some ways that black joy may have been held onto in those days. Just give me a chance and find it. I need to do better with finding these things before I come on here. But either way, I know y'all love me. Hold on, let me, I wanna find one of them. And it hurt, it hurt my, it hurt my soul because you don't get to hear about those things. Like that's why I like following pages like this. Um, I like following pages like this because it shows you that we were more than just the slavery. We were more than just than just the transatlantic um, slave trade. We were more than that, and I think that needs to be spoken about. But either way, even if I can't find it. I want to I want to draw your attention to that page if you get the chance to go through some of that stuff like they talk about um, Negro women a lot on here Caribbean women a lot. <laughs> Romance I'm telling you there's things that we would have never had we would have never had. The opportunity to even learn about if pages like this didn't come out because in American history books, I was only taught that I was a slave. My ancestors were slaves and um, they came here and went through hell to make a life for themselves. But there was so much more. There was so much more than that to our stories. But again, I know my people experience joy through their dance, that's a given they're still experiencing joy through their dance until this day. So I know my ancestors did. Um, I know they experienced joy by trying to be as communal as they possibly could. Because if you read some of these said history books, it was the slave owner's intent to keep them as separate and as exhausted as they possibly could. So they couldn't commune with each other. Oh yeah. I don't know if you if you've heard of that before, but this is, this is the truth and this is a very real 
a very real thing. And I want you to know about that. I don't understand why they could ever possibly think that anyone would want to stay in those conditions, right? They killed people. They beat them to death for wanting to run away from that. Hmm. Stupid them for wanting to run away from being a slave. How, how dumb could you possibly be? Why wouldn't you want to stay here? And then when the abolition of slavery came and those decided that they wanted to leave, you, you don't even want me to go into the practices that went down. You don't want me to go into that. You don't want me to go into that. But there were there were ways our people still did that. And I know my people are still honoring that and doing that for themselves today. And I love it. So I want you to think about that concept, joy. Even if you're not Black, where are you entertaining the concept of joy in your life, right? Are you a joyful person? Are you more on the surly side, <laughs> right? Like, are you are are you more on the more miserable side, or are you a joyful individual? And I think that's something. Um, I think that's something that's worth exploring. So I kind of want to shift gears a little bit and talk about things that we can do on the weekend because as you know i believe adulting is for the week adulting always having something to do always having somewhere to go always having somewhere to be it's for the week okay your weekends are for you to say hell no i won't go okay hell no i don't want to get up hell no i'm not doing x y and z that is my opinion if you could do that every day of the week you're blessed to do that god bless you but I feel like on weekends, you should be able to do what you want. And I've been coming across some articles about here are some fun things to do on a weekend. And there were pretty, there were some pretty cool things on here where I was like, I could see that, you know, like this one, do some gardening. If you, you know, even if you don't have a garden, go buy a plant. It says gardening is one of the best fun activities this weekend. If you are not committed elsewhere. It also helps you gain a lot of positivity. Now, there's a whole school of thought out there that having a lot of plants around you in general um, lifts your mood. It changes the atmosphere in your home. So I'm not saying become a plant mom or become Tarzan's wife like my sister and go live in the jungle because if you were to see the amount of plants she has, you'll be like, okay, they're going to grow all over her. I'm not saying that. But go pick up one or two and name them and and really decide to take care of them okay so that we did that all right join a film or book club it says you can plan to join a book club or film club film i'm so jamaican film club to keep you occupied in a fun way over the weekend it also opens up the possibility of meeting some exciting people now duh of course i've toyed with the idea of starting a book club of course i have but it's never really worked out it's a lot of commitment to be a part of a book club. I've tried it multiple times and it's just not working. So I think I just need to join one. So this one may be for me. What's another one on here I saw that I like? This was a stay indoors one. Make some bread. I think that was a huge thing during COVID um, on TikTok. Like everyone was making sourdough bread or something like that. That was a huge thing. So if you didn't jump on that trend, 
maybe that's something you could do. I know my mom and my children, her grandchildren over Zoom, they'll bake. Um, she'll get it from the store and I'll buy it for them for the store and they'll make it together. They'll even eat it together. Um, and they typically do that on a Saturday or a Sunday. Netflix and chill is on here. If you do not wish to move out of your comfort of your home since you are tired, you can plan to watch Netflix. There are numerous movies and TV shows that can keep you occupied. Choose the video based on your choice and spend your weekend leisurely. I mean, I could just stop here. Y'all know I'm a huge Netflix girl. I'm a huge television series type of person. Funny enough, I'm not a huge movie person, which is odd. My husband is more the movie person. I love going to the movies, but for me to say I'm about to sit down in my house and pop some popcorn and I'm gonna watch the late, nah. No, not doing it. I don't know why I'm like that, but I'm just not going to. <laughs> I'm not. Um, but if there is a banging series that everyone is talking about, or if something catches my eye, oh, she, me, her is going to watch it. So I have a long queue of things that I need to watch, like the Bridgertons and um, the Ultimatum. Oh, my God. I still need to watch Love is Blind season two. I'm tripping. I also, but this is not on Netflix. I also want to watch Ready to Love. Like, I need to get into that. What else is on Netflix? Oh, my God. The one with the woman in the window watching the woman on the chair or something like that. Oh my God. I started that by my sister lock technician's um, house. That thing, it wasn't supposed to be funny, but that thing was so far-fetched and hilarious. I need to finish that. Um, there's other things on Netflix I really need to get to, but you could always, and I know some people prefer to binge versus um, just watching it episode every week blah blah i'm not a binger funny enough i i'll watch maybe three or four episodes in a row but i'm not gonna finish a whole season in one sitting i just can't do that because if i do do that i have to go back and watch it so on the weekends i try to dedicate my chill time to netflix or my after church time to netflix you know i definitely try to do that so yeah Bridgerton, bridgerton is on my list i need to get with bridgerton asap what else? I definitely want to watch the ultimatum. Oh, there's another one. I think it was rich, sexy, and African. I want to watch that one. Like there's a few out there. I, I basically watched all the documentaries on Netflix. I definitely watched the one on Malcolm X, um, who killed Malcolm X. That was amazing. Phenomenal. Um, I don't know if you know the story of Malcolm X, but it is a popular opinion that it was his own brotherhood that he was excommunicated from you know his mosque people that had him murdered there is a and there's and unfortunately there is proof out there that that may have been the case so if you are looking for a good documentary to binge i suggest that um what else what else oh the two killings of sam cook amazing the two killings of sam cook was so 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 good that one is pure conjecture and speculation but it was still really really good it was still um it was still um a really good documentary what other ones i you know the um, who is nina simone amazing that's another good one i don't have an open in front of me so <laughs> i can't tell you what i've watched but you can hit me up in the dms you can send me an email, whatever, and we could talk about it. Like, I need to create a list, actually. 
and we could talk about it. Um, another one on these lists, believe another one, something to do on the weekend that was on this list is start a new podcast. Shameful plug. Slayer Weekend with Aquila is an excellent place to start. I think I'm lit. And then you could also go ahead and follow me on Instagram where I'm even Lydier. So is Lydia a word? It is a word now. Um, start a podcast. I am into true crime. Heavy, 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 heavy. I am into true crime. Very heavy. Like if you were to look outside of like how you feeling, um, I think I followed my leaks podcast when it was out curly Nikki, as you know, I used to write for her. Um, other than that, most of the podcasts that I'm subscribed to are true crime. They are. I think I'm subscribed to Josh Harrenbinger. I don't know if you guys have heard him. Um, but most of the ones that I'm subscribed to are true crime. I love Unfound. I love The Vanished. I love Where Are They Now. I love The Missing. I love um, all the ones on Wandry. I've watched Dr. Death. I mean, I've listened to Dr. Death. I've listened to all three seasons, by the way. I've listened to Bad Bash. I mean, my list goes on and on. Like I've been, I've been into true crime before it was a thing. I've been into true crime before it even hit the screen in that way. You know, back in the day, Lifetime used to do the true crime movies all the time, like the Betty Broderick, the Burning Bed. Um, they used to do all of the, um, the, the, the Menendez brothers, like Lifetime back in the day was lit, 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 lit with that. Um, but now we have podcasts, we have series. I listened to Serial. <sighs> Serial was amazing. Um, oh, another thing I'm heavily into are missing people. I don't know why I'm so into that. It, it kind of, cause the whole concept of someone just vanishing off the face of the earth, although they didn't vanish off the face of the earth, clearly they're somewhere or someone did something to them or they decided to walk away. But the idea of someone just vanishing off the face of the earth gives me the heebie jeebies and I still can't get enough of it. Like if you're definitely into that, I would more so lean to the, I, I mentioned unfound and advantage, go get that go listen to that definitely go listen to um where are they now she gives about 30 minutes quick synops um, um snippets of people who have gone missing who are not as well known um in the news and all of those things definitely go give that a listen for sure um yeah but i think i'm into the missing missing people more i mean and, and you know the only missing people i care about I think it was Ezekiel who was, was it Ezekiel, y'all? All my Bible scholars out there. <laughs> I think it was Ezekiel who was transmuted into a ball of fire and went up into heaven. I mean, and if it ain't the rapture, I don't know why people are vanishing off the face of the earth. And don't get me started on sex trafficking, okay? Because if we're talking about a multi-billion dollar industry that I feel as if should have way more attention to, that is not getting as much attention as it should, let's start with sex trafficking. Let's start with how many of our black and brown girls are being sex trafficked more than any other demographic in the world. But I'm not gonna do that in this episode because I believe that deserves its own episode. So I'll leave you with that. Um, what am I missing? Y'all know y'all bomb. Y'all know I appreciate you guys. Um, share this, share this, share this. Um, let me know what you wanna hear more of. If you have any questions, any questions on advice about love or at um, career or life in general, or if you just want to have a conversation, because, you know, I have a lot to say. My name is Akila Peinado and I have a lot to say. OK, 
So if you just want to have a conversation with me, because I, I will coin myself a conversationalist. Yes, I would. I will definitely coin myself as a conversationalist. I think I have very in-depth, interesting conversations, and I know how to keep a conversation going. I do. Let me toot toot my own horn. So holla at me. Let me know what you think. Remember to rate our show, rate this episode, give it a thumbs up wherever you are, or I don't know. I don't know what the thing is. Give it five stars. Cause remember, I don't care about nothing less than five stars. Like if you're not giving it five stars, don't do nothing. But if you could give it five stars, so it can help bump us up, help push us up. That would be greatly appreciated. Also, if there was someone you want me to interview and talk to and have a conversation with, let me know. I'll reach out. What's the worst I could get a no? I'll reach out. This has been the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, enjoy your weekends. Enjoy your weekends. Find something to do this weekend for you. And sometimes doing nothing is doing something. Come on. Someone put that on a shirt. Sometimes doing nothing is doing something. Until next time, fam. Talk to you later.